1: Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 4th. It's six minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93WIBC. Time for a lot of LinkedIn and Wikipedia updates. Boy, you couldn't wipe the smile off that guy's face today if you tried. I'm talking about Rob Kendall.
2: It is so sad, Casey, that if you go to YouTube right... Well, no, let me rephrase that. It's not sad because you are the beauty and I'm the beast of this operation. So if you go to YouTube right now, you will just see a giant photo of Casey broadcasting. My camera's still broke so by that standard it is very sad because people will not be able to see the euphoric (laughs) happiness that is protruding and pouring from this mug of mine because i have been on a continuous smile for basically the past oh i don't know what's it been 18 19 hours because kevin mccarthy Mm -hmm. is Dunzo.
1: Yes. House of Representatives voted yesterday afternoon to remove Speaker Kevin McCarthy from his office. The House voted 2016 to 216 to 210. A handful of conservatives joined up Democrats to remove him. A couple members were absent. First time in U.S. history that a Speaker of the House has been voted out of office.
2: So there is so much to get to on this today. We have so much audio. Heck, Casey, we may just even just make the entire show this. I don't know. I I'm that happy about this. But we have to start with, before we start the gloating and we start the na 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 and we point out who people really are, we have to talk about why Kevin McCarthy is no longer the Speaker of the House. And that is very, very important because Kevin McCarthy made a deal in order to secure power that he never had any intention of living up to and Kevin McCarthy made that deal to secure power that he never had any intention of living up to because the Republican Party for decades now has made agreements with the American people that they have violated and there is very rarely any repercussion for it we talk about this all the time on this show about why and people say rob why are you so mean to the republicans the democrats do it too and they're even worse they are and that's right but you know what the democrats don't do they don't lie to me they don't promise to be different they don't run on being different i know the democrats are the party of big government and big taxes and insanity The government, the Republicans come to me every two or four years and say, I'm going to cut your taxes. I'm going to shrink your government. This is wrong. and That's wrong. And we're going to fix this and we're going to fix that. And they never follow through. And they do it with smugness and with arrogance and conceit for regular people. I worked with these people, Casey. I was around these people. At a, at, a, at a state level at a local level and if it was that bad on a state and local level think about what it is in Washington and Kevin McCarthy made this deal I'll just say it's like not that you would ever uh encounter this because your husband is a wonderful man, Casey, and is just above reproach in all facets. But at some point, Casey, I can almost guarantee you, he has just nodded in agreement and told you whatever you wanted to hear to move the conversation <laughs> in another direction. And thinking, she'll just forget when she's no longer angry at mm-hmm. me. That is what Kevin McCarthy did. Sure Matt Gates. sure uh, those 20 other people who held out from his speakership, whatever you'd like to see, whatever guardrails you wanted, oh sure, we're going to cut the government, we're going to vote on these things and we're going to do it in this manner because he didn't believe that Matt Gates and those people would follow through because they are very rarely ever held to account.
1: So we often talk about the gaslighting and the manipulation from the Democrats. We play it all the time. Karine Jean-Pierre, she's lying right to us, right? The Republicans, as you mentioned, often say they're for limited government, fiscal responsibility. Really? Aren't they the ones that have been gaslighting us for years?
2: Absolutely. Okay, so the first part of it is why Kevin McCarthy is no longer speaker. Matt Gates said, we are going to hold Kevin McCarthy to his word. Kevin McCarthy did not do the things that he promised to do, and Matt Gates said, you're donezo. Now, that's the first part of the equation. The second part is, and this was the best part of yesterday was seeing who these people really are. And by these people, I mean the Republican Party. Tweet after tweet, interview after interview, these Republicans are more upset at Matt Gates for holding Kevin McCarthy to his word than they are at Joe Biden, who has run this country into the ground. The tweets from professional office hopper Aaron Houchin or that total just just despicable larry bouchon or jimbo or uh mike pence i mean i'm just talking about the indiana people much less the the rest of the good time fun gang you saw who these people really were how dare someone hold us accountable how dare dare someone hold us to our word how dare someone demand that we follow through on the things we campaigned on and promised to the american people kevin mccarthy is gone because he did not follow through on getting spending and inflation under control and he did not follow through on running the government in a transparent way that he promised and to aaron Houchin, and to larry Bashan, and to mike pence and and hundreds of other republicans the fact that Matt Gates had the audacity to hold him to account is far more offensive and egregious to them than the actions that Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Hakeem Jeffries take on a regular basis.
1: All right. Well, here it is. Kevin McCarthy being removed as House Speaker. On this vote,
3: the yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant.
2: I was watching this and re- my wife and I were watching this in real time because mm-hmm. so for those of you who weren't following this, they there was a motion. So Gates makes the motion to vacate mm-hmm. and then there was essentially a motion to Table this. They, so the Republicans came out there and said, okay, let's kind of do a, a flyer thing here and let's try to get this thing tabled. And the Democrats, because there was a, a, a kind of a prevailing theory hey, the Democrats kind of like McCarthy, and whoever the Republicans pick next may not be as liberal as McCarthy. So will there be a handful of Democrats who will choose at the direction of Jeffries that'll choose to save him? That motion failed. And when that motion failed, I, I was I was floored that it got that far, which made it to the vote. And I'm watching this in real time. And look, I knew a gutless coward like Victoria Spartz who comes out and goes, well, I'm voting to move this to a vote, but I'm not going to vote to remove him. I'm voting to move this to a vote, but I'm not voting to remove him, Casey. This is the same pathetic coward who voted present during the whole McCarthy election thing to begin with. She, I, if you're in the fifth district, You are represented by a complete two-faced coward because she speaks out of both sides of her backside. That interview she did with Tony the other day was completely incoherent, Casey. I mean, she should just quit. Stop threatening and just quit. Just leave and put somebody in there who actually has a spine and a backbone, Victoria Sparks, because you're pathetic. So we knew we were going to lose her, but that still left like four or five of these republicans that you could lose and get across the 218 or the 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 214 threshold mm-hmm. if all the democrats voted in lockstep and i thought surely the democrats are going to finally save mccarthy because that's what always happens. And when they got to that 214, my wife and I just looked at each other like,
1: Is this really happening? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. she's out. But that's the thing the Democrats, they always stick together. The Republicans out. don't. Okay, so there were eight House Republicans who voted to remove Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. Matt Gates clearly leading the charge. I think the big surprise was Nancy Mace. From South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. She voted that way. Because she's pretty establishment
2: y. Mm-hmm. But look, her, her, uh, and I retweeted that at Robin Kendall, uh, if you can sort through all the euphoric tweets from yesterday <laughs> and this morning. Um,
1: What's the opposite of rage tweeting? Glee <laughs> tweeting?
2: She, her tweet was very, she, uh, you know, she's one of the, she's paid the $8, clearly, because she has infinite characters. And she laid out, mm-hmm. um, and again, so you can, you can be mad at me all you want, right? Like I'm public enemy number one. Nancy Mace is a very establishment figure, and she well articulated all the things McCarthy had—she didn't use the word lied, I'm going to use the word lied about—and violated in the agreement with the American people. This is why Kevin McCarthy is not the speaker anymore. It's not that the government stayed open— It's that he lied and said whatever those people wanted to hear to get their vote because he wanted power and he didn't follow through. Don't take my word for it. Take Nancy Mace's word for it because she laid it out and made the case. And kudos to her for doing what was right.
1: Okay, so here's Matt Gaetz roasting McCarthy after the vote.
3: To whose benefit? People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit
4: alone. Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working-class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, We are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better.
2: all right, Ooh. all right. So uh, Casey, I need more of this. I I'm, I need more. Uh, it's your
1: special day.
2: When when we when can we take a break? Yeah, and let's come back because we've got more of Matt Gates mm-hmm. on the floor when the debate was going on, which was incredible. And we got to talk about the photo of Ilhan Omar. Mm-hmm. It, it, she is thirsty for some Matt Gates.
1: It's Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who
0: always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participating McDonald's for a limited time.
5: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com
1: It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So it was September 17th, 1787 that the Constitution of the United States was established. Toilet paper wasn't invented until 1857. Two-ply, not until 1942. Wow, that's amazing. And in all of that time, never has a Speaker of the House been ousted. Until yesterday.
2: You know, we always get the people, Rob is too negative. Rob needs to be more positive. Well, this is an all positive show today, Casey, because (laughs) I am positively positive that the country will be better served with Kevin McCarthy not being the Speaker of the House. And again, we are seeing who the people are who run this country. And that is so critical to fixing what's wrong with this country, is pulling the mask back on these people for everyone to see. The Republicans lied to you. The Republican Party lied to you again. When they told you if you vote for them, they will figure out spending and inflation, they have had two opportunities now to do that, and both times they have done absolutely nothing. There is no difference on spending if you had had Nancy Pelosi in there or Kevin McCarthy. And each time they do it, and this is what the Republicans always do. Well, we got to kick the can down the road because you know we're just not in a position to really you know like make the move right now. And then it comes to the next thing, and they do it again, and the next thing, and they do it again kevin mccarthy had an opportunity to get whatever he wanted if he'd let the government shut down they always made the, the, the new narrative now of course is um that the insurrection matt gates is the new insurrectionist sure right?
1: a lot of people are very angry at matt gates and saying oh he's just campaigning and fundraising off of this now that's, Good. that's his anger good i hope he
2: is because he deserves all the money right now um they act like because the the new narrative is, well, we had a bill that would have would have curbed spending and would have gotten border security and, and Gates Gates torpedoed that. That was like a 45 day bill, Casey, mm-hmm. and the spending that it would have cut was negligible related to and this is important, Casey negligible to the promise the Republicans made when they ran last year. I didn't force them to run on cutting spending. I didn't force them to run on on promising to solve inflation. The cu- spending cut that existed in the bill that Matt Gates and those conservatives got torpedoed was negligible to the promise that the Republicans made when they were asking for votes last year. And so they act like the only option was we had this silver bullet, and Matt Gates didn't want it, so we had to go with this. No, you could have let the government shut down, because the government has shut down many, many times in the history of this country, and you know what? Everyone keeps eating. Everyone keeps a roof over their head. The federal workers who may not get paid always get reimbursed when the government works gets back open, so essentially they get paid not to work. It's all a big joke and a big game, and Kevin McCarthy chose instead— to align with the Democrats. By the way, I love the fact that uh, the, the narrative today is, Matt Gates teamed up with the Democrats. Mm-hmm. How could look at this now? It's That's what a, Kevin McCarthy exactly. did. Exactly. Kevin McCarthy just did this to screw this country again with that spending proposal, and everybody was fine with it then. Office <laughs> hopper Aaron Houchin was fine with it then. Larry Bouchon was fine with it then. Mike Pence was fine with it then. Oh, but when Gates does it, mm-hmm. well, he's John John Wilkes Booth reincarnated, he's the bad and, and guy. he has single-handedly altered, uh, you know, the direction of the country. And he's an insurrectionist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they use these words, but that is the implication that is out there right now. All right, we got to take a break, Casey. I, I just, I feel like this is so important that we just i know we're dedicating a lot of time to this but this is so historically significant this is significant for the history of the nation it is significant for the future of the country and so when we come back can we play the matt gates clips mm-hmm. from the floor and yep tony said something this morning and look i have a lot of respect for tony um And I think he's a fine broadcaster, but he said something this morning that was completely ridiculous, and we absolutely have to address it.
1: It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. (laughs) Kevin being very thematic today, it it is 9.32 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Corrie Jean-Pierre said that once the House has met their responsibility to elect a speaker... Joe Biden looks forward to working together with them and with the Senate to address the American people's priorities. Of course, he was already working with the last speaker, and that was one of the problems.
2: Your government hates you. Your government and the people in it despise you. Again, I'm telling you from experience, and I'm talking about experience at a state level. I can only imagine how much worse it is at the Washington, D.C. level. And I used to sit in these meetings and see the disdain that republicans would have for conservatives how they would laugh at them and about them how they think you're a joke and i remember sitting in these meetings and i've told this story before casey and i would just just sit there with my not actually with my mouth open but in my head my jaw is dropping and i'm looking at this going oh my gosh i must find a way to let everyone know what is actually taking place here And one of the big reasons I decided not to further pursue public office and to get back into radio was so that I would have the opportunity and I would have days like this where I could explain, unlike any other person, what is actually taking place and who these people are. This is the reason our show is popular. We give you a different take than you're going to hear probably anywhere else because there's a whole lot of people out there in the traditional conservative media because they want to be friends with these people or they need them as guests or they need to be liked by them or they need to appear at events with them who are acting like the bad guy or the bad guys, the people who wear the black hats, are the eight people who voted to hold Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans accountable and that is so offensive that you are acting as though someone who said you will hold you will be held to your word well but look at the chaos who cares the entire government is a joke the entire government is chaos matt gates was right yesterday matt gates was so right when he, but we, let's just let him speak for himself, because it'd be, I don't have to describe it. He was so articulate on the House floor, laying out why Kevin McCarthy had to go.
4: Gentlemen from Florida. Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the House and the country into chaos chaos is speaker mccarthy chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word the one thing that the white house house democrats and many of us on the conservative side of the republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common kevin mccarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. I think that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here, would outlast my time here, and would outlast either of our majorities, reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body uh, fight for.
1: Okay, so chaos is subjective, right? Our national debt is not. It's objective. The numbers are black and white. And how did we get to a point in our country where advocating for a responsible government is seen as a destructive force? Yeah. Last thought, uh, this is a manifestation of not having a red wave.
2: Well, but would it be any different? Because look at the Republicans that Well, you have won. just
1: a few people now who can... Move well, no, everything. I, yeah,
2: right. From that. OK, right. Yeah, I see what but you're saying. But it is
1: what Kevin McCarthy agreed to. Sure,
2: sure. No, I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. Uh, there's more for Matt Gates again. He was so awesome yesterday. Take a listen.
4: And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and 30 dollars at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraiser and see how that goes for you. I reserve. Boom!
2: Roasted! Awesome! Mm -hmm. Casey, as someone who, not anywhere near on this level, who just went to a meeting as a citizen and a taxpayer Mm -hmm. and had the entire meeting turn into a thing about me for daring to have the audacity to point out your taxes were going up, and then it turned out I was absolutely right, I can't tell you the joy that brings to my heart to see (laughs) someone stand up and say, we're going to do what's right, Mm -hmm. we're going to do what we promised, Mm -hmm. and if you don't like it, kiss my ass.
1: What's the problem here? This is why we are in office that's what we ran on and you're not doing it somebody's holding you responsible for it don't do it you're out
2: uh real quick can we just comment on the photo of Ilhan Omar and Matt
1: Gates? Matt Gates is standing up <laughs> at the podium when he's saying that and she's off to the side in one of the pews and looks like she's licking her lips
2: <laughs> I've seen many women uh, out in public look at Kevin this way mm-hmm. uh, so I know when a woman has eyes for a man and I'll tell you what she is uh she was, she was digging what Matt Gates was throwing down.
1: Well, she was also, well, I'm going to team up with this guy. No, Casey, this wasn't about <laughs> nothing political. This is,
2: I've, I've seen political eyes mm-hmm. before. This was the exact way Marjorie Taylor Greene looked at Kevin McCarthy <laughs> during that. Uh, do you
1: think MTG is looking at him that way now? <laughs> <laughs> they break up.
2: All right, so we're going to get into a lot more of this mm-hmm. later on in the show. And look, I, I do have to address something Tony said on his show because and again i got a lot of respect for tony as a broadcaster and he's a very very fine talent but he said something that really 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 we have to take on because i'm hearing this from a lot of people and it can't it, it can't just go not Not being addressed Um, But we're going to save that For the top of next hour When we come back Jim Merritt Jim Merritt's going to be with us Mm -hmm. He's going to talk about Remember we talked about Luke Kenley Former appropriations chair In the Indiana Senate The debt commission Yeah, came out and said We need property tax reform Told that tax panel We need property tax reform We
1: say it And we're shock jocks He says it And everybody takes him seriously So
2: we're going to see When Jim Merritt joins us When we come back Because of course He spent 30 years In the Indiana Senate We're going to see If indeed An establishment figure you're saying the same thing we've been saying <laughs> for the better part have more of weight? seven years yeah. is gonna help move the needle a little bit in terms of getting you a little property tax reform and being able to stay in your home. How about right, that?
1: That's coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
0: left up to next change me? You can twist
1: Strange man. Show my name is Casey and Rob is here and Rob look who else is oh, joining us. My
2: goodness, he spent 30 years in the Indiana Senate. He was also the 2019 Republican candidate for mayor uh, of the city of Indianapolis. He is beloved by everyone. The great Jim Merritt, hello. <laughs> Good morning, Robert. All right, so let's start with, because there was that big get-together on plans to overhaul the tax code in the state of Indiana, and some big doings came out of that. But before we do that, Abdul's poll is out. uh, Shreve behind Hogshead, according to that poll, 47-37. And the mayor's race doesn't surprise us at all, because Shreve has stood for nothing. Why would you vote for him? What say you?
3: Well, this is a Democrat county. Marion County is a Democrat county. I know this. 2019, I know this. And it takes a great deal of convincing of independents and and really uh, right thinking democrats to come over to the republican side next week we start voting and so for all intents and intents and purposes elections over all right now is getting that independent and getting that individual who is undecided and it's just very difficult because if you look at abdul's poll uh perry township which is a a, a republican stronghold in, in marion county uh it, it, jefferson treve isn't doing very well there compared to what the mayor's done and and everybody wants safe streets and and good and good schools and and it takes so long to break through if you're a Republican in Marion County. It's a year-long campaign. And I started January 10th for November election, and I wasn't able to really convince people over that time frame to come over to our side. And and so uh, Jefferson's got the same turbulence, uh, and uh, that poll was not good news for him. Uh, he he just has to double down and and see if he can get that undecided in that independent voter.
2: He's got too many consultants. He's got too many people that are giving him bad advice, and he shouldn't listen to any of them because, let's face it, this gun grab proposal was a disaster, and he keeps... Talking about it.
3: Yeah, it, it really was a, a a rock that's pulling him down to the bottom of the ocean. And it, 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 I'm sure that it's it's impossible to go somewhere when he's not asked about it. His staff is not asked about it. I I think that uh, dwelling on the other part of the public safety plan he had would have been a great thing, but it's kind of gotten swallowed up, and uh, it, it's just a very. Difficult slog running for mayor of Indianapolis when you're a Republican.
1: Jim, I don't know if you're familiar with this meme, but it's Pam from The Office, and she's sitting on the bottom, and above her are two different pictures. But the tagline is, it's the same picture. It's the same picture. (laughs) So you've got Hogsett and you've got Shreve. It's the same picture. If you had been a Hogsett voter for the past, you know, seven years, aren't you done giving him a chance oh
3: i think if this election was in 2020 uh, rather than 2019 mm-hmm. uh after the may riots if i would have been the candidate in 2020 i would have won I, I but i think people have uh they, they don't have the memory and and so it, it, it's just very very difficult for uh jefferson and Shreve to break through
2: he, he uh, look, we can just say this now because the polling numbers back this up he listened to a bunch of establishment Marion County people who told him, spit on WIBC. Those guys don't know what they're talking about. Don't buy into they have this big reach and this big pull. You do what we say. Fact is, he did need this radio station. He did need us to be in his corner. He does need us to be cheerleaders for him. And Abdul's poll bears that out.
3: The Republicans don't like this guy. Well, <clears throat> he hasn't broken through. And and he's got a very little time to make the closing argument. And, uh, and the mayor, I, I see advertising, and, and it's somewhat effective advertising that he's making. And so that is a difficult hill to climb, and, and uh, I'm not sure if all the money in the world can, can help him. Jim Merritt's
2: our guest. All right, let's turn to your wheelhouse, the Indiana State House, the Indiana General Assembly. There was a big get-together. There's a committee that's been formed. Uh, If you want to get nothing done, form a committee. And they're asking about how to overhaul the tax code in the state of Indiana and holdman is that the guy in charge of this you know San him travis Holdman. you know that guy mm-hmm. yes yeah. are you mm-hmm. guys friends of course Always you're yes. friends with everyone yeah, I'm from, too. uh but the the big thing that came out of this was luke kinley and casey and i talked about this a whole bunch the other day because go ahead and jot this down it is uh october the fourth uh the year 2023 rob <laughs> kendall is about to agree with someone in the establishment which you can back up luke kinley was there for 25 years appropriations chair which meant he controlled the money you don't get any more establishment than luke kinley right
3: no you don't and- and, um former senator uh, luke kenley senator kenley uh is uh, he he's he's a mensch he 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 understands uh, property taxes. He he understands taxation. He understands revenue, and he he lived it. And the reason why we have the one two three, the one percent two percent and three percent in property taxes, uh, with the different types of con- construction of of residences and commercial properties, is because of Luke Kenley. And I've said this many times, Senator Larry Bohr Senator Morris Mills, who were before Luke Kennedy, can uh, uh, Ken, can Kenned, Kenley Kenley Luke Kenley. Yeah, he's a good friend and and uh and mitch daniels (laughs) he's my best buddy yeah luke kinley um he he and mitch mitch daniels as governor uh they understood the taxing situation here and when he comes forward to senator holman's commission and says that the referendum uh with with education needs a complete uh, retooling, and and you need to uh, focus on property taxes. That's what we should be doing. Jim,
1: how long does something like this, this commission, last? And how long is it before anybody takes action?
3: I think you're going to see this commission work for the next probably. Year and a half because it's so large and it, had, it there are so many barnacles on it and so many mistakes and and errors and and, and just the, everybody's been working around the system, and uh, and also in twenty twenty five will be the next budget for the state of Indiana.
2: There, there are several things that he said and we touched on it yesterday the other day, but in case you missed, I mean this was so important because, and, and Jim, I guess you can speak to this real quick. When I say something, I'm right. But I know I'm not going to move the needle in there because those people hate me, and they, in fact, will do the exact opposite of what I say. Because let's make, just
3: say you don't have the credit. Yeah, well, yeah,
2: <clears throat> they. We make them look bad. Like we don't. We we dislike all of these people equally. We believe they're not on our side, so we call them out. Luke Luke Kenley comes in and says the same thing I'm saying. I think you're going to get farther with it because they like him. Well, it's they, the same thing I've been saying, but coming from him, I think it'll have a, a much bigger impact.
3: Right, and and he also has been working on this since. 1995 and so he's, he's had the experience he's on the inside he's got the credibility and he's right
2: yeah mm. so, he said, so here's what he said according to the Indiana Capital Chronicle Local school operating referendum levies aren't necessarily working as intended. Casey, mm-hmm. how many times have we said <laughs> that? That these schools have manipulated the... the referendum. In- right. Yep. And it, he's saying the exact thing we've said. And local units and their legal advisors have found ways to, quote, play, ways, to play, quote ways to play the system. Well, I have good
1: news for you, Rob, yes, because you me. just heard Jim say that Kenley was right, which yeah. means you're right. Exactly.
2: And <laughs> I, look, my, at the end of the day, for me, Jim, it's not about who gets the credit on it, even though we are the people who have been talking about this and driving this conversation. It's about helping elderly people and people on fixed incomes and people with disabilities and people who uh, have lived in the same house for 40 years. You shouldn't be flushed from your home for something you're not monetizing. You know,
3: I've said this many times. The the Save Indiana has a, a large uh, amount of money that in there is 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 in their pocketbook right now and and that's great and everything but are we governing well i think that's a big issue for the listeners and and uh, obviously we have to uh not destroy the property tax system but we definitely have to adjust it because people are hurting mm-hmm. and uh and and that's not right
1: well it sounds like nothing's going to happen though at least for another two years
3: Right, it well, yeah, it, it'll it it yeah, a year and a half it'll they'll start. they'll have a package. this will all be planned out in the next year, and so when the session in january twenty twenty five there will be something for everyone to vote on because. That's how we do it. That's how how they do it. And and I still say we. But the bottom line here is that they need to gather all the information. They need to take the politics out of it and and, um, and change so people aren't thrown out of their homes.
2: But before I let you go, we've Mm -hmm. had this before because you guys acknowledged when Mitch Daniels was governor – Hey, local governments are broken, and there was this fabulous Kern and Shepherd report, which was totally bipartisan, and it gave all these solutions. I mean, you've got Joe Kernan, the Democrat former governor, Randall Shepard, who's the Chief Justice, former Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court. There were very reasonable plans to fix local government and the waste that was going on, and not a really a single solitary thing out of that got done. So will it, will, will it just be like this? Well, it, it or it will be like that. I guess I should say.
3: Will this be like that? Well, this is born out of the legislature. That was born out of the uh, administrative branch. Uh, this will be owned by Travis Holdman and Jeff Thompson from the from the House of Representatives. And when th- this is coming from the legislature and everybody has public input, something will happen. Okay, you mentioned public, positively public input. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what can our listeners do well the um, I don't know what the proper name of this commission is but the uh, it'll be online there'll be an October. Probably an October meeting, where people will testify, and and I hope Suzanne Crouch asked uh, requests to be testified uh, to testify in front of this commission to talk about her axe attacks mm-hmm. because she may have a secret sauce we don't know.
2: Yeah, it's ragu, Jim. That's the secret sauce. It's ragu. You can get it for like a buck fifty at Walmart. That's her secret sauce. Hey, where can people find you,
3: Jim? Underline merit. Yeah, I love that Merit In the morning, we're having Dave Colt, who was one of the founders of Sun King, this week. All right, Jim Merritt the great, the fabulous,
2: the outstanding. You're the best. Thank you, my friend.
1: Thank you, Robert. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to
0: McDonald's for McNuggets and the play play slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-pa-pa-ba. At participating McDonald's for a limited time.